The News About the Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. You've listened to this podcast. I imagine you know what the deal is. But just to reiterate, you get triple your odds on your first bet exclusively in partnership with KUMB. All you need to do to get that deal when you're ready to place a bet. And hey, Everton at home this weekend. That might be a good place to start. You go to 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. He loses a jackie and that must be a goal, it is a goal! Igalo tucks it in from only a couple of feet. That's because Andy Carroll dithered in the penalty area. Here's an opportunity for Igalo again, 2-0. Two minutes into the second half and the advantage is doubled for Watford. Basically, I'm just Good. the shit in the sandwich. Shit sandwich. Beautiful. But we can't talk about future guests because they case of And I've even, okay. I, I even went out two weeks ago and bought a fucking black pair of jeans. Skinny jeans. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Right, don't save this because this is quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't stick that sort of shit in. You can't. Come on, this is perfect. Well, well, got half hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Knees of Other Round West Ham podcast. Uh, that, you know, Chuck's there talking about how he nearly bought some skinny jeans, but crucially didn't. Uh, also here, That's exclusive. Also here, James. Hi. You all right? Okay. Right off the top there, Sad Songs by Elton John. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, did you get that? Sad songs? Yeah, I get it. Because yeah. obviously we lost to Watford. Ugh. That was terrible, wasn't it? Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing, but we are only Expected. ever one match away from a result like that, aren't we? Expected. At the minute. Yeah, quite right. Um, and we were saying, Chalks, obviously, you're something of a shit sandwich because last week we had Stuart Slater. Next week, possibly a big guest uh, in oh, there. But it's lovely. To tell yeah. Anyone who Ex- it is. Exactly. But it's lovely to have you here. What appearance is this? Number three? Number four. Number four. Number wow. four. Yeah. yeah. Always get the best ratings. Isn't yeah. Chalks our most populated guest? That's not a sentence. <laughs> What's the it? most frequently, frequently appeared? That sounds, yeah. makes me sound like a rent boy. Yes, well. he is most populated by a gentleman. When, when, a, when, a, when a listener gets around <laughs> to writing the Wikipedia article for the names <laughs> of the round, I'm sure... Yeah, why hasn't anyone? I don't know. Uh, you know because people should. have got better things to do. They've got <laughs> lives. Well, speaking of people not having better things to do, thank you to everyone who voted for us in the Football yes, Blogging thank Awards. Thank you. Um, Genuinely gonna, thank you. Yeah. Um, we're going to go up there, aren't we, James? Yeah, on the 19th of November. Yeah. We are going to take uh, snooker balls in socks in case we don't win. <laughs> Pre- <laughs> yeah, presenter of the FBA's KUMB podcast guest, Bianca Westwood. I've told her we're going to heckle her if oh, can uh, I come? we don't win. If there's a chance of an inside job there, you know, we, we, we're probably way out in throw. But thank you for everyone who voted. Yeah. Um, feedback. We should talk about the last few episodes because obviously we've had a lot of feedback kind of trickle in from previous guests we've had on. Uh, last week we had Stuart Slater, Chalks, and... You listened to the episode. You thought he may have been drunk, but I aside thought, from that, yeah, uh, which was meant to be private, because he'll probably listen. <laughs> um, I thought again, he comes across as a as a West Ham fan, not not a modern day footballer that probably won't give us a time of day, um, that won't reply to texts, 
um, and agree to come on. He comes on and he talks about the game like he is one of us. Um, and he was he was brilliant. You know, he was brilliant for us. Um, I know you mentioned the goal that I always remember. Um, but yeah, no, another great guest. I think they all they've all been pretty good lately. Yeah, it's been a yeah, good one. I thought Slater was, uh, in retrospect, excellent. It was such a joy to meet him and to have him in here, and I thought he was brilliant. So and uh, pissed. I hope people. He wasn't drunk. <laughs> we would have been able to smell it. Yeah. Uh, Chris was drunk, <laughs> and I and I was in a K hole. Yeah. So <laughs> we've, we've had guests on here who have been noticeably drunk yeah. to the extent we can smell it on their breath. When we first want to guess who yeah. they are, email KUMB podcast at KUMB When we first started doing this, we used to have a few beers, didn't we? Because we were nervous. How long ago was that? Now, now I've only got one vein left. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go into. Good. Um, well, we did have some other feedback from uh, from yourselves on on the Stuart Slater podcast. Gary Chambers on Twitter. Quality. Congrats on another great KMB pod this week. Uh, always love Stuart Slater during his West Ham days. And um, we had one from Bully Hammer on the forum. Excellent stuff, chaps. Love the insight into what went on behind the scenes. Have to say that my already extremely low opinion of the parasites infesting football under the guise of agents was lowered even further young footballers should listen to Stuart's story and never trust those people Chalks listening back to what Stuart Slater had to say about his agents ditching him up essentially does it change your memories of that period of time it seemed to me that he wanted out but obviously from what he wasn't said last that, week he was pretty much talking about Liam Brady though wasn't he yeah, yeah and that's the agent, funny yeah. thing is essentially Liam Brady was his agent and he kind of stitched him up he did mm. stitch him up yeah. and then he get, get his mate Finton yeah, because that's a proper little scam. Mm. Yeah, and at the time it was, it did come out in the press, didn't it, that he wanted to leave, and then the, the usual sort of started the booing and everything. But that's, I suppose that's football, isn't it? It happens yeah. all the time. Um, I was just surprised that he said that Liam Brady played for us for three years. I couldn't remember he played for us for three years. I thought it was quite fleeting. Mm. But then I was quite young then. I yeah. went round to uh, Liam Brady's house and he got his autograph once. Really? How much yep. you charge you? Twelve <laughs> Finton sorted me out. <laughs> <laughs> Only a hundred pounds. We also had Big George say, uh, "Pod is on a roll." Really insightful stuff about Blue Lou and his transfers. You know, Lou Macari. He's not come out of this podcast looking well. Has I, he, Lou I've, I've said in the past on here that Lou Macari got a lot of shit when he shouldn't have done yeah. from our support. And he did sign some really good players. Yeah, that's what we keep coming back to. He did sign yeah, good players for some us. Some very good players. Very good players he signed for us. In fact, no one mentions, what was it, Jimmy Quinn. Another Jimmy good Quinn, player he yeah. signed for us. But um, people just remember the fact that he replaced the great John Lyle. And he just didn't stand a chance. Yeah. He didn't stand a chance. The great John Lyle, who a lot of fans had turned on at that yeah, time. Yeah, big time. He'd so, been turned on big time. Yeah. Everyone Which, was booing him. I was, but everyone was booing him. That's just what you know. That is football, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Look at Sam Allardyce. You two loved him. No, <laughs> I always wanted the fact. <laughs> As Dan said, uh, who's been on here before, he goes, um, "It's it's so refreshing not having him in charge. Having watched a post when suddenly got smashed at the weekend, mm. seeing his post-match interview, yeah. which was often a cause of some." Angles, isn't it? Because of the excuses and the reasons. Yeah, and it is. It is refreshing. We've moved on. It is, but yeah, I know. I know we've moved on, and I know there's so much that goes on 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 the website about moving on and not discussing him. But it's it, it's so strange to go from one extreme to another with the managers. Yeah, it really is extremes. You know, it, it is an extreme because he's Billich is he couldn't be any more different than. I, I th- read in his standard column I think I tweeted over the weekend he's got he's so classy 
the way he speaks about things and the way he says, you know, he's a lot after matches and he talks about other managers. And he even gives nods to Allardyce. He goes, I had a really strong squad, a yeah. squad to begin with. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he's so respectful and gentlemanly. It's yeah. really, really nice. He Love even it, said about um, Watford's first goal, you know, that Andy Carroll screwed up, okay, but it happens. But he said, well, yeah, but they should have scored before that. Yeah. Mm. So he didn't blame it. It wasn't blamed on a player. It wasn't, there was no disrespect to Watford as a team. It was just, he put his hands up and said, yeah, they were better than us. And yeah. they were. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Well, good, Allardyce well, would never admit that. Yeah. We'll, good, we'll do, drill into the subject a little bit later on too when we discuss the Watford game. Um, we should add a last little th- little email we had here from a guy called Jonathan Hobbs who emailed uh, just, just a couple of weeks after the Stacey Lissell episode, but we didn't catch this at the time. Uh, the subject title of his email was <laughs> Women's Football. And he says, uh, hi there, thanks for the podcast. I really enjoy it. But I'm not interested in women's football. I think <laughs> Stacey Lissell was a great guest. Funny knowledgeable but I'm not really interested in West Ham ladies it's not sexist I just don't enjoy the women's version of the game thanks again John Hobbs so thank you there John Hobbs <laughs> for getting in contact with the show I like that it's very polite I very she polite. was good yeah she was good she, she, she just doesn't like West Ham ladies did yeah. she sit here <laughs> Gosh. she did sure. every time you lower the tone I'm not going to rise to one one last uh, email on, on the Ian Pearce episode Gents, just catching up on some podcasts and just listening to the Ian Pearce interview love the bloke as a player and sounding like a proper mm. geezer and gentleman once had the pleasure of meeting him at Cheville Heath training ground I think he's the best guest that you've had. Yeah, he was lovely, wasn't he? I, actually, I should say weeks. I've been on it four times. <laughs> he is the best guest we've had, yeah. definitely. Yeah. He was brilliant, Piercy. Bishop was good. Oh, we've, had, we've been so lucky. Genuinely yeah. lucky. Yeah. Um, right, so we've had a few people uh, who have been who have tweeted in saying where they've been listening to the Compost. Here we go. Hayden Beasley. He's in Kosamui. Uh, he's got a, like, He's pouting, I think, in Kosamui. I guess yeah, it's, it's so hot there. Yeah. It's a bit of a squint, but it's nice like, looking fellow, nice, isn't he? Nice, um, nice little beard there. Looks lovely, doesn't he? Looks lovely. Nick Brown listens to Cumpod on the hotel roof in Shanghai with a beer. Look at that, right. living a dream. That's Nick Brown. Um, and I'm going to keep going. We've got John Powell, who did a good one. He is uh, at New York Central Station on his way to work listening to it. Uh, Halsey, she made. She said, I made it under Cumpod this week from Australia with Dan Turbs. Yeah. Dan Turbs essentially um, just drives around trying to find free Wi-Fi so he can download <laughs> it. So he's a proper fan, so I appreciate that. Where's yeah. that New York one again? Uh, Grand Central, Central Station. Station. You can see all these by going on Twitter. Looking at the hashtag KMBPod. Yes, um, so keep sending them in. The weirdest and best places you listen, send in a picture. Um, try and get your mush in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I just believe it's from Google Images. And <laughs> the next week is the last week we'll be doing this, so the pressure is on before yeah. the big prize is handed out. The big out. prize announcement the that big, we haven't yet thought about. The prize is handed out with the big prize announcement. So <laughs> there, there's one more, James, that I haven't uh, haven't shown you. It came from a guy in the cruise over the Alps between Paris and Pisa, 31,000 feet, around 500 miles an hour. Probably best you don't mention my surname or airline if you work it out. Um, and this is the picture. Look at oh, that. Look at that. He's a quality. pilot. He's a he's pilot. flying a plane. And there's a building right in front of him. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad, I'd say it's a bad week is to he, be... Is he German? Specifically this week, no, it's a bad no. week to be Look flying. A captain. I mean, if he doesn't win, that's that's a real marker down there. That is a real... Yeah, that is think, brilliant. I've just seen his surname, so if he doesn't send me a lot of cash... <laughs> 
<laughs> Hashtag Gumball. You are yeah. uh, no, our favourite. That's quality. Yeah. You're our favourite so far. Yeah, so oh, we've got an that early leader. A pilot of a plane listening to the KMV pod. And I like see... if you look at uh, the other images you've got in there. The fifth one down is Arthur Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless he's yeah. one of these sados that's actually just made up his front room. Yeah, like the guy, like Star the Trek. Trekkie guy. Yeah. Star Trek guy. We can't rule it out. Uh, well, God, keep them coming in. Keep them coming in. Hashtag They're actually, uh, we love getting them, so keep them coming. Yes. So either tweet them or email them in. And here's the other ma- ways in which you can reach the show. Get in touch with the show. Email us at podcast at KUMB.com. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag KUMBpod. Or why not follow us? Chris is at CJ Skull with a C. James is at Longers1. And Graham, editor of KUMB, is at KUMB.com. If you're on Facebook, be sure to join the KUMB group for all the latest news and gossip. There's also the KUMB forum for all kinds of chatter. Simply go to KUMB.com and click forum. Finally, join the KUMB podcast mailing list. Click this podcast link on KUMB.com and sign up for exclusive content from the studio and be the first to know about upcoming live shows. Come on, you irons. Cool. So, Watford, Saturday, Vicarage Road. 3pm, I was there in the home end. What an utter nightmare, Chalks. Uh, but you, as a result, you foresaw. I think we all did. It's West Ham, isn't it? <laughs> Just when we start to think that that old West Ham's gone, certainly after the, that Palace win, um, and then the Chelsea win, that, by the way, both of those victories in no small measure were down to Andy Carroll playing a big part. Um unfortunately screws up for their first goal seems to be a bit of a scapegoat again because Sacco wasn't playing and now all of a sudden we're playing like Big Fat Sam because Andy Carroll's playing load of old tosh it's just West Ham isn't it nobody performed well no that's what we should focus on rather than blaming Andy Carroll Sacco there's a hell of a lot of work rate Um, we all know what he brings to the team Uh, but Carroll brings a lot to the team as well and you just think that's the first time he's started in a long time in the league give, and you just yeah, need give to give it a chance it mm. turns so quickly remember the glory the yeah. happiness when he's got yeah, exactly. Chelsea it's yeah. perfect yeah. and then a week later everyone's like oh Carroll shouldn't be starting yeah. etc etc doesn't but, suit the start of play blah blah piss off <laughs> <laughs> it was a dire dire performance though wasn't it I mean no one comes out of it looking no good. no and you know in all honesty that's not the first time we've played like that this season you know it's, everyone seems to suddenly think or, or they they think it's no coincidence Andy Carroll's played and then we've played poorly but it's not the first time we've played like that this season we've yep. had some bloody good weeks um, but it's not the first time we've played like that and hopefully Bilic is right and I actually believe him on, it's not like Allardyce where you, you wondered whether it was just Waffle I think that he will make sure it's just a one-off and I'll, I'll expect I'm hoping and expect to see a completely different display on Saturday yeah You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, we've got what we keep doing is um, defensive mistakes, individual mistakes cost us. Yeah. And they seem to cost us a lot this season. Yeah. You know, whether it's Cresswell or Jenkins's horror show, you know, take your pick on that one against well, Bournemouth. Yeah, see, Jenkinson got absolutely destroyed, didn't he? Send him back to Arsenal, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And Cresswell sets up to their good. goals. So mm. we've, we keep giving away. Yeah. We've got a lot of individual mistakes at the back. Yeah. And, you know, if it wasn't Carroll doing it, it was Tompkins doing it. So it's kind of. We get punished a lot, mm. and we're still. Mm. I think we've still got issues at the back. We're not strong enough. We're not as strong as we should be. 
it doesn't help we have to keep changing the back four each week because of injuries or, yeah. what, or yeah, whatnot. Also, I, I saw... Sorry, go on. And then Collins getting sent off was another, you know, another red card. Yeah, and then he gets lose. slated again. You know, mm. and last week he's a hero against he's Chelsea. He's been brilliant for weeks. Tomkins has been. You can't drop him. Obviously, you've got to replace Collins now. But I saw somebody on the, on the forum saying that Tomkins should be dropped after the weekend. Why? Just please, why? And who'd you, who'd you replace him with? But the, the Collins sending off. I hadn't seen it since the game. Was it a sending off? I, I can't bear to watch games when we lose. <laughs> I actually, I just can't. I still haven't watched match of the day. I watched the first half on. Um, Online because we, we couldn't get tickets, could we, Chris? <laughs> so Someone ended up going. <laughs> yeah, it's um, in the home end, mate. In the home end. Yeah. You wouldn't have liked it. I was sat in front of. What did you do when they when they scored? What did you do? Mate, I stood up and applauded. I'm not a psycho. <laughs> get applauded. <laughs> did you applauded? Yeah. I bet you cheered. Did you, mate? It was a nightmare. Did you wave your Watford scarf in here? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I rode, uh, I rode my half and half scarf in there. <laughs> I was sat in front of Harry the Hornet, right? I don't know, I'd never been to Vicarage Road, but it was the first time I'd ever been. It's a brilliant old ground. It's a weird old ground. I mean, it feels really temporary, a bit like um, Craven Cottage. It feels a bit like sheet metal. Murphy's Mob. Do you remember Murphy's Mob? What was that? Google it. <laughs> okay. I'm really old. The kids program that was, Niche references that was set at Vicarage Road. Oh, really? No, I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So it's like if it, we sat in the corner. Harry the Hornet comes out. This that. No, you know mo- most mascots kind of just they turn out the, the the start. They go back down the tunnel. That's it. That's they're done. I hate mascots to go walking around a pitch getting involved. Worse than that, he has a drum. So he comes. So he, he's walking around like gear, gearing everyone up. Second half, about seventy minutes, comes out sort of banging this bloody drum, and like the family started getting. Around. He's right in front of me. Literally, he couldn't be closer to me. So then after the game, I tweeted, like, "Oh, really annoying." I sat in front of the mascot the entire game then someone tweeted him into it he re- retweets my tweet with like blows a kiss emoji and then I was getting shit off Watford fans all night <laughs> <laughs> so then I had the defeat and all the, that as well I had my mate who's just who's a Watford fan who's just Awful had a baby and a he rant. just kept sending pictures of the baby with another like holding a sign saying 1-0 2-0 but you know they deserved it They're, I don't mind Watford no, actually they did, as a, they did I, as a, I hope they do all right you know they're a good bunch yeah. I think yeah and he seems like, like a good, feel like a good they feel like a good club my main concern about us is our inability to beat the teams we think we should be beating yeah yeah. that yeah. is that is now a problem because if we think it was true of Norwich lost to Leicester lost to Bournemouth lost to Watford you know suddenly you think it's amazing being all the best teams yeah. in all the top teams but you know it'll be so disappointing if we go through a season and we don't pick up points against yeah. those other teams because they're the ones they're the worry that's, and it's when, yeah. when Bilic I, funnily enough I back when I thought that because Bilic had picked up points didn't he, at Besiktas against Liverpool and Arsenal I think he'd mm. beaten both of them I think he'd beaten both of them in the Champions League and you think oh, maybe he, he's great against the big teams you know knows how to beat them and isn't so good against the small teams who work harder and are tougher to break down and we need to we need to break through that really maybe, yeah. we, maybe we need Sam Allardyce for all the easy teams and Slav for the the Good team. That's what Sullivan said, wasn't it, but on the podcast about Adam Grant. He said, yeah. if you could just get him in as manager for the cup run, <laughs> we'd have been brilliant. Yeah. Some kind of job share. <laughs> Make sure he has a massage every day. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Bilic, for me, is that, obviously, he's he's been like a f- breath of fresh air since he's come in. We need to see whether he can change the way we play. Yeah. You know, obviously, he's changed it from the, the dire dross we had to watch last year. And we've now been picking up the points and we've won at all these places, but we're playing the same style of football. 
the great managers can switch it and they can adapt. Watford knew exactly how to play against us. Yeah, as did Bournemouth, and, as did Leicester. Exactly, and that's the, that's the worry for me. And Norwich, yeah. And, you know, Everton, we all know what Everton are like with us. They always, always turn us over. Always. We all know that we'll. it will probably happen again on Saturday. It would be really lovely and refreshing. Lovely, what a twat. It would be refreshing if, Allard, if uh, sorry, Slaven Bilic comes out on Saturday names a team and there's a totally different style of football and we take it to a team and they don't know what's hit them it would be lovely but I think Everton will turn up and they'll probably know what to do against us I mean Everton, there's not many teams in the world who have a better record against us than Everton no. surely Lukaku he scored against us was it every time the last yeah. seven or eight yeah. games yeah. I mean what what is that about do you remember even in the cup last year <laughs> I mean, he he just scores against us. <laughs> yeah. That is just fact. Yeah. The sooner we accept that, we just yeah, need to score will. more than Lukaku. Yeah. And also, Bain is he injured these days? Mm. He always I scores at like oh, a yeah. I think he's forty out. yarder. So like, he always scores like a two hundred yarder free kick yeah. against us. He's, he's and Kone, Kone's always good against us. I remember yeah. when he used to yeah. be at Wigan, he would always score against us. Is he is Obana back on Saturday to come? Yeah, I think Collins? so. I don't know what the injury situation is actually. Obana Reed. Uh, hopefully all back Song uh, David Gold tweeted a few weeks ago that Song would be back for Everton mm-hmm. so who would you I, I thought well, no, I think Noble if, look if Reed's back Reed's got to come straight back in with Tompkins doesn't he yeah and then where does Song fit in I don't I don't rate Mark Noble as a, as a player to start right, I think if you've got a choice between that Song and Noble outrage I know outrage however I'm, I'm not, I couldn't agree more <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of Noble or Sacco I think they're both no, I, relatively I, yeah, ineffective I, I think Sacco's been sussed Sacco Sacco last year had that um, unknown factor about him which so he got those goals this year in a year he puts in a lot of work rate an, an awful lot of work rate but I think he's been sussed. Mm. Well, how many goals he got this season? Three. Has he? Yeah. But also two, two of them were, were against think, that pub team. Yeah, I think you're uh, wrong. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you stand on Mark Noble, James? Do you think he? I. It's a really tough one, Mark Noble, because sometimes I think he's he's brilliant and he you know he he, he gets us ticking, and other times you think you know he he's, has a few horror shows mm. which he's had of late. My main frustration with him is him slowing it down. Mm, you know yeah. stepping on the ball and doing a and the, su- uh, the sideways Barker. passing yeah well, I don't even mind the sideways passing to be fair but he does slow it down um, but he's often when he's when he's on song he's the heartbeat of a team mm. you know is, song coming back in will give us a real which song are we going to get that's the thing he's been out for a long time now mm. so but we're Bill, going to get a does song. tend to take Noble off a lot doesn't he yeah mm. so, so which is song there a clue get? is that a clue is that a clue well, no, he takes if if Slam is taking <laughs> Noble off. Very well. If you're taking you're him off, off oh, he doesn't feel like he needs it. You know, yeah, he's not a massive fan. Of well, no, he's just he, hopefully of Billich. What we've seen is he'll take off players who aren't playing well, and that's how it should be. If you're not playing well, yeah. take him off. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's not got he's, he's not picking any favourites there. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it's a good it's a good problem to have. It is, and it's, it makes it interesting. It's not um, we're not stuck. There is options. Um, but we will give Everton more attacking. We haven't attacking. mentioned the, the Forest lad. Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. I couldn't even remember his name. Um, we will give Everton <laughs> a good game, won't we? Because it'll be, hopefully we'll be attacking. Hopefully yeah. we won't give them goals. We'll but that's the Chelsea one thing we know is, is, yeah. is we should be entertained. Yeah. Mm. 
It's very how, gladiator. How much you've changed your tune since last week? We will never lose again. To go on, at least it'll be a good game in a week. No, I don't think we'll lose again. After oh, I, I, <laughs> I mouthed off some gooners last Friday that we're mm. going to finish Champions League, and I've bet them all that we'll finish above Arsenal. And then what happens? Watford. I just thought of an idea. What we should do, it, um, we should be entertained. Is David Sullivan should turn like at the end of the match? I would put thumbs up or thumbs down, and it should be <laughs> if we haven't been entertained. Someone, one of the someone players gets killed. <laughs> someone, someone, yeah. Like in uh, the Iraqi team, the one they used to kill them <laughs> and, ki- and talk to that Bahrain team allegedly. Why are you so determined to be dark on this episode? That's about the fifth thing you've said that is just horrific. Bahrain yeah. used to torture their players if they didn't play well, allegedly. <laughs> Still, that guy soon be president of FIFA, so yeah. all's well, ends well. <laughs> The Needs of Other Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by aasport.com forward slash West Ham. We've got Chalks here in the studio. Chalks, uh, Everton at home this Saturday. Um, if you had to place a bit on, say, for example, first goal scorer, who would you pick? Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. So if the of the odds of Andy Carroll scoring first were 4-1, to one, and it's triple your odds on your first bet. That's 9-1, to one, isn't it? <laughs> 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 It'd be something crazy like twelve to one, or obviously Never. much higher. Really, because it's triple your odds on your first bet. Wow! <laughs> and where'd you go I'm to there. get that deal, Chalks? Eight 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 sports dot com forward slash forward slash bet. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Eight dot com forward slash West Ham. So uh, I had an email from Joff Hammond. He said, uh, hey guys, looking forward to the podcast every week. What a fantastic West Ham, got a fantastic West Ham way of the week. We're riding high in third place after some impressive performances and victories over the so-called big boys. The chairman does an interview for the official site where he suggests we should dare to dream about top four finish or even higher. The official club Twitter account trolls Mark Lawrenson for his prediction again this week. And we're all thinking, wow, could we? Will we? And it turns out Lawrenson was spot on with his prediction for Watford. We fall to the newly promoted team with a whimper. The run was always going to finish at some point, but it's typical West Ham way to make ourselves look silly in the process. Uh, Joff Hammond. Uh, but a quick word on Mark Lawrence. So he, every week, he says we lose. He, I, re- I'm, I reckon that somebody, somewhere along the lines, has tipped him off that we ate him. <laughs> and I, I think somewhere, someone has just clearly just shown him this website, shown him KUMB, said, look, you know, these supporters, they, they fucking hate you. And but he, surely, it's now a bit of a joke. I think he's quite funny. Surely Lauro wouldn't have... He'd just predict everyone to lose. Because I can't imagine there's any fans out there that think Lauro's a good... You know, they like Very him. true. Very true. It may Even just be, it may just be that he despises it. Well, no, hasn't he got a bit of a hatred for us because of because um, he was a Preston fan, wasn't he? Yeah. And we beat him in the 64 Cup final. Probably. That's good. It's I mean, either that or <laughs> I don't know. Answers on a postcard podcast at KMB.com if you know why Mark Rosson hates us. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. let's try and get a prediction out of you for the Everton game this weekend, Shulks. Where do you think that the result is going to? Um, if if we change our style, we've got a good chance of winning. Mm. If that's the case, I can see us winning three-one. If we go out and we play that same the same uh, it's not knocking it because it makes it sound like the Allardyce years and we play the same system that we've been playing where we seem to be found out by the lesser clubs then I think we'll get it going over I think that they'll just sit back sit back sit back soak everything up and they'll hit us the way they were hitting Sunderland on the break on Sunday was quite frightening mm-hmm. I know Sunderland are shite yeah, Sunderland had the most shots in, on goal all like all season. So, well, yeah, Smashed. yeah, I know. Well, it, what they had more shots. They had more shots on goal under Allardyce on Sunday 
than he had for us in about fucking 15 games last season. Yeah. I used to like him. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? I hated him before he was with us. Liked him when he was with us. So fickle. And I hate him again. Um, well, look, we've got his... Our run, our run in here is uh, the month of November. It's Everton, Spurs, West Brom. I'm not sure if it's that in order, but that's the three matches we've got. Everton, who always do us. My nemesis, Pulis, and then yeah. the Spuds. Tosca. I mean, it's a it's a tricky month. West Brom's but, away, isn't it? Uh, I think I think Spurs is away, and I think West Brom and Everton are home. Huh. I think. I need to check that. Um, they're all difficult. They're all difficult matches. But I'd like to think we're going to have a you know we're going to have a good spell. It's just this season's going to be. It's a settling in the season. It's going to be ups and downs. We've had a remarkable time so far. Um, I think we'll do Everton. I'm on board. <laughs> um, quick word on Sam Arch. Do you think he's going to keep Sunderland up? No. No? No. Oh, it'd be great if he did go down with them. <laughs> a whole ton of Wagner couldn't keep Sunderland up. Mind he's, you, I he's know. a good manager for that situation. I think he, he probably he will. Is. He, he is. I, they would only stay up by being fourth shittest. <laughs> which is what we did under him. Yeah, which is what um, we hope for. And there is, you know, you look at Villa, they've... They're already gone, aren't they? Oh, unless Villa. I don't know whether I want him to keep them up or not because I, do, I, I still there's still a bit of me that thinks, you know, he done a, he did do a bloody yeah, good job for us, mm. and it's a bit vindictive and childish, isn't it? Which fuck we him. are. No, fuck <laughs> let him go. Let him go. We are very. Um, I would like to see Newcastle go down though. Yeah. If I did have one wish. If I had one wish, I probably wouldn't use it on that. <laughs> You're right, Villa. <laughs> Britney Spears comes into my wish from that one. Uh, as manager of Villa or? No, going oh, down. Okay, okay excellent. Uh, With a snake on her shoulders. Excellent. All right. uh, yes. Cool. Any other West Ham news to talk of? Anything before think we so, go? Really. No? We hopefully will have, uh, we've got a good couple of guests coming up. You know, we've had a good guest tonight. Yeah, no, nah, it's too late. The classic chalks. Um <laughs> And we should have a good couple coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, not loads of report, really, on that yeah. side of things. Excellent. But yeah. I'll, await, I'll await a very late phone call again if I blow you out there, like tonight. Yeah, well, you'll yeah. just hang around outside. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Chalks, thank you very much for joining us. Pleasure, thank you. Making fourth appearance. Where are you on Twitter again? Chalks. Chalks777. Chalks777. Yeah. There you go. And I'll be there on Saturday in my black skinny jeans. Lovely. Can't be lowered into them in a crate by a crane. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> James, thank you very much. Pleasure. We'll speak to you after the Everton game. In the meantime, come on your eyes. Come on your eyes.